the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome to the program. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. And like Roly was saying, we are a live program. We're here in studio, ready to take your calls, ready to pray for your prayer requests, answer questions, and talk about the Bible. So again, uh, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm so glad you can join us tonight. Thank you for listening. But before we go any further, let's pray. Let's seek the Lord. The biblical presence, we, we're just seeking God's presence. We're seeking for, for the Holy Spirit to take over this next hour and to lead us, to guide us, to teach us, to be with us. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for this privilege. I thank you for the honor of being on the air, talking to your people. Lord, to be, Lord, can I say, an oracle for you, to be to be your mouthpiece, to speak for you, Lord, it's 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 an honor, it's a privilege, Lord, and I thank you, Lord. But Lord, most of all, we truly, truly, truly desire your presence. We want to meet up with you tonight, Lord. Lord, it's great that, that we're together, but if you don't show up, what's the use? We need you, Lord. We need your presence. We need your power. We need your strength. We need your guidance. We need your wisdom. We need everything, Lord. We need all of you. We want all of you, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Father, for the time that we have together. I pray, Holy Spirit, you take over. You speak, Lord. You pray and, and answer prayers. Hear our prayers and answer our prayers, Lord. The, the prayers of your people, Father, those who are seeking you for healing, for... for I just pray, Lord, that you... Holy Spirit, would do your work tonight and bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and we'll be with you for the next hour. We'll be taking your calls. We'll be praying for your prayer requests. So get your calls in, in Get your calls in early. We want to get to all the calls and pray for all the prayer requests. And if you have questions, answer your questions. So the number is 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. That's the live on air call number. We're here in studio. We're ready to pray for your prayer requests. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's something going on that you need to just bring before the Lord and cry out to Him for His intervention, you need Him to show up. You need Him to do something in your life, whether it's healing for your physical body, healing for your spiritual situation. Uh, whatever's going on in your life, we want to pray. You know, the Bible tells us 
<clears throat> in Hebrews, the third chapter, in the 14th verse, it says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things just as we are, but without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence. Let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. <clears throat> well, this is your time of need. You have a time of need. If you're going to the doctor or you're finding out that there's an illness or a sickness in the family, whatever is going on, whatever your time of need is, call in that we would approach the throne of grace with confidence. Call in that we would lift up your prayer request to the Lord. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, whatever's going on in your life, in a loved one's life, let's pray and seek the Lord. Let's get before that throne of grace where we find the help we need in the time, the, the, the help that we need in a time of need. So call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air callers. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, let's stand in the gap and seek the Lord for whatever's going on. Uh, If you have a Bible question, something you want to ask about Christianity, about religion, about uh, world religions, the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever question is is, is in your heart tonight, let's let's open the Word of God and see where the answer is to your question. So for Bible questions, questions about Christianity, the the, the cults, the occult, uh, world religions, Whatever is on your mind tonight, whatever topic is on your mind, doctrine, theology, whatever you want to talk about tonight, call in tonight, and we will seek the Lord. We will seek the the Word of God for the answer to your question. And the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls, for your prayer requests, and for your questions, testimonies, praise reports, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in. Um, we want to also remind you that we get together every Friday night for a weekly prayer meeting, worship meeting, and Bible study. So if you're in the Arcadia area and you'd like to have somewhere to come and just seek the Lord and be with brothers and sisters in prayer, in worship, and seeking God and His Word, we invite you to come out to the church on Friday nights at 8 p.m. in the city of Arcadia. <clears throat> so, come on out to to Arcadia, and we're getting together every Friday night for prayer and worship. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just get on the 210 freeway and come into the Pasadena, Arcadia area. When you get into the Pasadena, Arcadia area, you'll see Santa Anita Avenue. Get off at Santa Anita and go north one block to Foothill Boulevard. When you get to Foothill Boulevard, make a right, go to First Avenue, which is one more block, and you'll see us, oh, make a right on First Avenue, and you'll see us down the block on the right-hand side at the corner of Forest and First. So the address is 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia every Friday night at 8 o'clock 
we get together, 8 p.m. So come on out for church, come on out for Bible study, come on out for prayer and worship uh, Friday nights at 8 p.m. Mark your calendar, uh, put an alert on your smartphone, come out and visit us, come out and worship with us. We'd love to see you out there on Friday nights uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, so come on out to LA Gypsy Church. Uh, I know it's a week away, but you can set it on your uh, smartphone. You can mark it on your calendar. Uh, plan, plan to be out there with us for prayer and worship on Friday night at 8 p.m. I also want to remind you that this program is on podcast. Uh, so if you miss a program and you'd like to catch up or you want to share it with somebody and tell them, hey, listen to the Gypsy Christian Hour, you can go to kkla.com. And just look for the podcast page and you'll see us. And there's over 80-some-odd programs uh, already archived. And uh, you can listen to uh, this show. The, you'll, the, this, this show will be on within the next 24 hours. It'll be up on the podcast page. So uh, tell somebody about the Gypsy Christian Hour. Catch up on previous broadcasts uh, and uh, enjoy the, 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 the programs that are up there. Um, also, you can do that by uh, downloading the KKLA app. So go to your Google Play or iTunes Store and download the free KKLA app, and you'll keep up to date with all the programs here. You can do, you can listen live on your smartphone or on your iPad. So download the KKLA app and get in, get involved with what's going on here at KKLA. Well, we're going to go to our phone lines and start taking our prayer requests and questions. And if you've got a prayer request, if you've got a question, you can call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. We had a caller who had a question. <clears throat> I seen it up there for a second, but I think we lost the caller. So if you have a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, whatever is your question tonight, call in. The number is 888-995-5552 for your prayer requests, questions, by, uh, uh, um, pra- praise reports, you know, what, what has the Lord done in your life this week, this month? How has the Lord answered your prayers? You know, we want to uh, want to encourage everyone in what the Lord has done for you and how he can still work and how he still does work. Uh, you know, I was just reminded, uh, and I want to do this, the prayer request. We have a brother in Houston who is very ill right now. He's a pastor in the Houston church, and his name is Pastor Nick Mitchell. And we want to pray for Pastor Nick before we go any further. So, Father, we come before you with our petitions and our prayers. We come close, Lord. We draw near to that throne of grace to find the help that we need in a time of need, Lord. And Pastor Nicky's time is now, Lord. We desire your prayer, your, your, the answer to this prayer. We desire, Lord, your power, your strength, your healing upon Pastor Nicky. We lift him up before you, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you would turn things around. What the doctors might say is impossible, Lord, is always possible for you. You speak the word and say, Nikki, be healed. You touch him and say, Nikki, be healed. Lord, do what you desire to do. But we pray for Pastor Nikki's healing. We pray, Lord, from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, that he would enjoy perfect health, Lord, that you would turn this around that you would glorify the name of Jesus, Lord. For it's in the name of Jesus, through the power of that name, the name that is above all names, Lord. We pray in the name of Jesus, and we ask for Pastor Nikki's healing. Lord, pour out a blessing upon him. Pour out your strength and your power. We pray, Lord, that 
his body would be totally healed physically, Lord, that every organ would work the way it was created to work, Lord, that every organ would work, would function perfectly, Lord, his liver, his kidneys, his heart, his lungs. We just pray, Lord, that you would do a miraculous, mighty work, Lord, for Pastor Nikki and heal him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, with that, <clears throat> we're going to go to our phone lines. Again, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls for your prayer requests and for your questions and praise reports. With that, we're going to go to our first caller, and I believe the name is Daly. Hi, Daly. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Pastor G- uh, Gypsy. God bless. I'd like to give you praise report. Okay. Bye. My parents was praying that the neighbors were, my neighbor were like damaging and gossiping my reputation and my mom's car. Uh-huh. And recently, uh, my neighbor moved out out of our site and we did nothing. I wanted to do something compliment, complimenting, like, like do something to them. But my parents told me to do nothing to them because that's leaving that's a bad reputation. And ever since then, until now, uh, the neighbor moved uh, out of the apartment. Mm-hmm. And, well, did, and did you ever try witnessing to them, or just sharing the, the gospel with them, or you know, um, you, you know, the Lord says to, to to bless people and to 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 do good to people, even when they do bad to you. Um, we use the radio on because she listens mm-hmm. through the wall. Our, the walls are very thin. Uh huh. And she was disrespectful to my family, actually. Right. Okay, well, I'm glad everything worked out peacefully, and uh, praise the Lord for that. Amen? Yeah, and I and I passed my midterm. Oh, praise the Lord. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for yeah. you. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Okay, Daly. Can I get a prayer, though, sure. for, my, for my sister? Because she owes the rent, and mm-hmm. she's in a depression, really deep depression. And, and what's your sister's name, Daly? Vivian, she's going to a lot, because she's a backslider. Well, let's just pray for her right now. Father, we come before you. Daily and I come before you, Lord. We stand in the gap, Lord. And all the listeners tonight who are praying right now, Lord, we stand in the gap for Daily Sister Vision. And we ask, Lord, that you would, Lord, that you would take that, that depression away from her, Lord. That you would release her from that depression. That you would relieve her from that depression. And that there would be a joy in her heart, Lord. Lord, that she would come to know you. That she would come back to you, Lord. That she would come to her senses, Lord. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Through the touch of your Holy Spirit. Through the conviction of your Holy Spirit, Lord. I just pray, Father, that you would do a work in Vision's life, Lord. That you would reach her, Lord. Touch her, Lord. Open her eyes and open her mind to the joy. To the, to the, to the immense power and wonderful presence of a holy and awesome God who loves her. Yes, Lord, bestow your love upon her. Reveal your love for her. Lord, just do a mighty work in Vision's life, Lord, that you would free her from this depression, Lord, and that there would be joy in her heart, Lord, and that she would come to you and that she would give her life back to you, Lord, and that she would live in your presence and just enjoy the presence of a God who loves her, that she would just bask in your love and your grace and your mercy, Lord, and that there would be joy in her life once again, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay. Uh, I uh, forgot to say uh, she needs a, another job to pay for the rent. Okay. 
So you want to pray for for, for business again? Yeah, for my for her job because I'm I'm pretty like sad for her and stressed out. Well, Father, I just pray for again for business, Lord, that you would, that you would provide for her needs, Lord, that there would be a job for her, a career for her, Lord, that she would be able to to prosper in, Lord. So I just pray that you would provide for all of her needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And I pray for daily, Lord, that you would give him wisdom, Father, that you would fill him with your spirit, Lord, and give him wisdom, Lord, that he would be able to pray and minister to, to his sister, Lord, that he would be free from, from anxiousness or fear, Lord, but that he would walk in faith, Father. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Pastor. Thank you. God bless you daily. Anything that God bless your ministry and you. Thank you very much. God bless. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Chris. Hi, Chris. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Oh, you. Uh, I need a lot of prayer. My vision is failing, mm-hmm. and I'm. I'm hearing. I'm seeing a lot of hallucinations, and it's not. It's two dimensional things, and it's. It's really horrendous. Mm-hmm. Are you on any medication, Chris? Is the, no, I'm not. Okay. Well, Father, we just come before you, Lord. And though our requests be many, Lord, your power is great enough to conquer all of our problems, all of our uh, infirmities, all of our sicknesses and diseases, Lord. There is no sickness, there is no disease greater than the name of Jesus there's nothing that cannot or does not come under the authority of Jesus. All things come under the authority of Jesus. And we bring, Lord, we bring Chris before you, Lord. We bring her vision before you, Lord. And pray, Lord, that you would heal her vision, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would free her from these hallucinations, Lord, and that you would bring your power upon her, Lord, that mm. you would overshadow her, Amen. Lord, with the power of your spirit, Lord, and that you would free her from these visions, Lord, and that you would give her, Lord, true thoughts of of, of joy and thoughts of, of, of grace and mercy and on those things that which are in heaven, Lord. Father, I just pray that you would minister to her, Lord, and bless her and heal her, Father. From the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, I just pray that she would enjoy perfect health, Lord, through the power of your spirit and the grace of your love. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. I've come against this through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, I've come against these they're just visions, but mm-hmm. they're not there, but they're two-dimensional. And um, Well, Philippians <coughs> tells us, <coughs> excuse me, Philippians tells us that which is, uh, let me just read this for you, Philippians 4, 5. It says, be anxious, uh, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Whatever is of good repute, if there's any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things, the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So I love the book of Philippians. So when, when, those, when you start to see those visions or when those visions start to plague you, I just want you to open Philippians. Open Philippians and start reading the Word of God. Start filling your mind with that which is... Uh, honorable and right and pure and God lovely. Bless you. Okay. Well, God bless okay. you, Chris. Thanks Thank for you. calling. God bless you. Thank you. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to. Let's see. We're going to talk to Dorothy. 
Hi, Dorothy. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we pray for you tonight? Uh, yes, I'm just calling for a praise report. Okay. Uh, you guys prayed for me a couple of months ago. Yes. And uh, so I just want to say that uh, you prayed. I was going to the doctor. I was having problems, some female problems. And I went. you guys prayed. I went to the doctor. I haven't had any pain since. Uh, they checked me out. I had a colonoscopy that came clean. So I just want to thank you guys for praying. Oh, for praise the Lord. That's awesome. I, I thank Yes, I thank God, and I praise God every day because he's such a good God. So I just want to thank you guys for praying for me. Amen. All glory, honor, and praise to God. Thank you, Lord, for, for the healing for Dorothy. Thank you, Lord, for all that you did for her, and we just give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for calling, Amen. Dorothy. Thank you for that praise report. God bless you. That is awesome. That's awesome. We love to hear praise reports. We love to hear how the Lord answers the prayers of his people. And if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer and you want to stand in the gap for that person, we just encourage you to call in tonight and let's seek the Lord in prayer. Let's come to that throne of grace, that throne of grace for the time of need where we find the help that we need. Uh, the, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, you know somebody who needs prayer, you want to lift up a prayer for them, you want to seek the Lord, let's do that tonight. And also you can call in for your Bible questions. If you have a question about Christianity, something you've read in the Bible, something you heard, uh, a teaching or a doctrine that you're not familiar with, whatever is on your mind tonight, you know, uh, the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. Don't let that be the case for you. We want to know the Word of God. We want to know the Bible and the answer to your questions in the Bible. So let's look for that together and see what the Lord has to say. So if you have a question about the Bible, question about Christianity, doctrine, theology, whatever, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. We're going to go to our next caller, and we are going to talk to Mario. Hey, Mario, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Hey, Brother Sam, this is Mario. Hey, Mario. I just wanted to call in for my dad. Right now he's in the hospital again. He got off that life support. I know, if you remember, I called in like a couple of weeks ago. Right. And that prayer when we prayed, he got off that life support. Hey. And now I'm back to the hospital with him. He's on life support again. He was doing fine today. And now he's getting a little bad up there again. It's, I have faith in God. Amen. I know he, he could do this. Amen. Could defeat this for him. <clears throat> Remind me, Mario, what's your dad's name? Larry. Larry. Mukhodad. Devla Barya. Swanto Dragodel. Avasangla Tuti Mukhodel. We come before you, Mukhodad. Hemangaz Devla. Tiyanash Chishare Sangla Tuti. Lilares. We bring Larry before you, Lord. And though he be on life support, Lord, truly you are his life. You are his life, Lord. You can breathe upon him, Lord. New life. I just pray, Mughodad, we bring our sick before you because you're the one who heals. You're the great healer. You're the great provider, Jehovah Jireh. Lord, we come to you. Where does our help come from? Our help comes from the Lord. Psalm 121 says, I look to the hills. 
My, I, I look to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. We depend on you. We seek you. We trust you, Lord, for for, for Larry's healing. I pray, Lord, that he would not need life support, that he would not need the respirator, that he would breathe on his own. Lord, that he would function, that every organ in his body would function, Lord, perfectly the way you created it to to work, Lord. Lord, I pray for his his brain, his lungs, his heart, his organs, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would heal him, Father. Touch him, Lord, with the power of the Spirit, Lord. Take him off with the life support, Lord, and give him new life and new health. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you, Larry. We'll, uh, God bless you, Mario. We'll keep you and your dad in prayer. And Thank you. Thank look, you. God, bless you. God bless you, my friend. God bless you. Good night. Bye. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sammy, how you doing? Doing okay. How are you doing, Jeremiah? I'm doing good. How was you guys this Easter? Oh, everything went beautiful. Thank God. Uh, we had a good oh. Easter, had a good uh, good Friday meeting. Everything went well. How can we pray for you tonight, Jeremiah? Okay, well, Nancy's back in the hospital again. I don't know why, but she's going back. Yeah, she's yeah. very bad. They had to put a clip in her heart. I don't know, to stop the water in her heart. She's very bad sick, and I'll tell you the truth, Lonnie is sick of hospitals. The man been in and out of hospitals yeah. for six well, months. Well, we've, we've been keeping her in prayer. and we I know, continue. I know, and keep us in prayer, because we're looking for a place again, because we just had problems over there, the place I had in Northridge and mm. all that, so it's very hard to get a place. Yeah. We bring Nancy and Lonnie before you, Mugodad. And I pray, Father, your grace and your mercy, your power and your strength upon Nancy Mugodil. We pray your healing upon her, Lord. I pray your strength and your power. I pray your grace and your mercy. Lord, we just pray for, for Nancy, Lord, that you would do a miraculous work. I pray for Lonnie, Lord, that you would encourage him. Lord, that you would give him, Lord, a, 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 an encouragement. Lord, that you would minister to him, Lord, and that you would give him strength, Lord. This is the so we pray for Lonnie and Nancy, Lord. We pray your healing upon Nancy, your encouragement upon Lonnie, Father, that your perfect will would be done. I pray for Jeremiah and his mom, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished in their life, Lord, and that, Lord, that you would find them a place, that you would lead them to a place, Lord, apartment, house, whatever is going on, whatever you've chosen for them, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would provide for every one of their needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And we pray, amen. Amen, amen. God bless you. God bless you, you, Jeremiah. Let's go to the next caller, and we're going to talk to Connie. Hi, Connie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Hi. I'm so glad I got through. Hi, Sammy. How are you? Doing fine. How are you good. doing? Good. Um, good. I really need prayer tonight. Um, it's been a long struggle since uh, my mom passed away. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. And um, I've had a lot of spiritual attacks lately, so I pray that the enemy um, just goes away. The fiery darts got, get sent back to him. Um, I've been getting a lot of um, evil spam mails. Mm-hmm. Very nasty stuff. Yeah. And I am not 
I'm a good Christian woman who loves the Lord, and I'm being attacked for it. And I think, you know, the enemy knows that God has such good plans for me and that he's trying to destroy everything. And um, God is trying to restore everything. The enemy Amen. is really under... It's crazy. It's just like it's very, very a spiritual attack. So I ask you for prayer, for restoration and peace, and that the enemy goes away. That whether he bows his knee or not, he needs to be. He need that type of spirit, narcissist yeah. Jezebel, needs to be destroyed in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know the Bible tells us to submit ourselves to God, to resist the devil, and he must flee. He he has no choice. You know yeah. when we when we submit ourselves to the Lord when we're in obedience to God and we're just praising and worshiping God. You know, I love that song uh, that says uh, that when we worship, uh, it, it confuses him. He, yeah. The enemy is confounded by our praise and our worship. So we just continue to pray, we continue to worship, and the enemy is the defeated defeated foe. So, Father, we come before you, Lord. Yes, thank you. Lord, we thank you for, for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your power and your strength. We thank you for the provision of the Holy Spirit, how he fills us and gives us power, Lord, to just submit to you and to, to praise you, to worship you, Lord, and to walk with you. So I pray for Connie, Lord, and these spiritual attacks, Lord, that are coming against her. Lord, I pray that you would thwart the enemy, Lord. Send him away, Lord. Cast him away, Lord. And, Father, I just pray that you would protect Connie, Lord, in these spiritual attacks, Lord, and whatever's going on, that you would strengthen her, empower her, Lord. Lord, that you would give her grace and power and mercy, Lord, from an awesome God, who does abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask. Lord, I just pray your, your ministering angels, Lord, that they would surround her. Lord, that they would, that they would defend her, Lord. You know, the, the battle is, 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 is not ours. The battle is yours. You win every battle. You win every war, Lord. You're the power that we seek, Lord. You're the, 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 the one that we want to defend us, Lord. We don't defend ourselves, Lord. We stand. Help Connie to stand, Lord, in your word, to stand on your word, to stand in your promises, Lord, and you defeat this enemy, Lord, who tries to attack her, Lord. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. We have the power of God in our life, and nothing can come against it. Mm -hmm. Lord, I thank you, Father, for, for what you're doing and what you've done and what you're going to do for Connie, Lord. And I just pray your protection upon her, Lord, that she would come against this, uh, these, these spiritual attacks through the power of the Holy Spirit, and that she would be victorious in yeah. every day as she walks with you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Amen. 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 That is so great. Thank you so much. God bless you, Connie. Something? Sure. Let me pray for you. Oh, thank you. Okay. Let me pray for you. Father God, Lord, I just lift up <clears throat> what this ministry is about, Father God, Lord. And we just thank you for his prayers and restoration that you bring to everybody. And that we want to hear... Um, Praise reports, Father God, Lord. All the callers call Thank in you, and give praise yes. for everything. You said to bring our burdens to you, Lord God. So we just ask you, Lord God, that you just continue to work in everybody's life and and so many others, people that we pray for, that their their lives, their souls are saved, Father God, Lord. Because we know the time is short, Lord God, and we know you're coming back, and we look forward for that day, Father God. So we just thank you. For this ministry, and able people are able to call in in prayer because they're broken and they need you, Father God, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, Thank you Connie. <laughs> God bless yeah. you. God bless. Thank you. Oh, praise the Lord. Well, if you have a, a prayer request and you need prayer, uh, if you have a Bible question, you can call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888 
995-595-5552. And I ask that you would continue to pray for Pastor Nick Mitchell. Pastor Nick Mitchell is in Houston, Texas. Uh, he's a pastor of the Gypsy Church there. And he's in the hospital. He's very ill. And um, we're asking for a miraculous miracle of healing for Pastor Nikki. So please, as the Lord reminds you, as you're prompted in, in, in your prayers, as you pray, please lift up Pastor Nick Mitchell in Houston. Pray for his family, the Mitchell family. And we're just seeking God's healing. We want to see a miracle in uh, in Houston. And you know, that we don't talk enough about miracles and healings. I know we, we pray for healings. We pray for, for people here on the radio all the time. But do we really talk about spiritual gifts? I don't think spiritual gifts are, ta- are, 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 are taught enough in the, in, the, in, in the church. We see teaching in the Bible that there are spiritual gifts to be, to be used for God's glory, for God's people, for, 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 for things that we need to do in the church. There's a ministry that the Bible that the that the Bible teaches us about in its spiritual gifts. And we're in First Corinthians, the twelfth chapter. And that's what we were studying last night, and I wanted to share it with you a little bit now. That Paul talks boldly about spiritual gifts in First Corinthians. It says that he does in, in the first in the first verse it says we're starting right here in First Corinthians 12. So if you've got a Bible, open up your Bibles. Make sure I'm teaching you the Word of God. Make sure you, that I'm properly representing the Word of God. You know, it says, now concerning spiritual gifts, he's opening up this chapter, this, this, this conversation, and he's saying that we're going to talk about spiritual gifts. He says, I do not want you to be unaware. I want you to be aware. I want you to understand. I want you to know the truth about spiritual gifts. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to mute idols, however you were led. Now, Paul is telling him these things. Remember, these were Gentiles. Uh, Corinth was uh, a city in Greece, and uh, the population was predominantly Gentiles. They were pagans. Pagans, they weren't familiar uh, with the one true God. It wasn't like the Jews who were familiar with the one true God. They knew who God was. They knew the true God. They prayed to the true God. These were Gentiles who did not know the one true God. They had many gods. They had many idols. These were mute idols, Paul says, false gods who couldn't hear their prayers or answer their prayers. You know, they prayed to to imaginary gods who didn't really exist, whether it was uh, the goddess Diana or the, the god Apollos or Zeus, whoever their Greek gods were, whoever they, 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 they prayed to, they prayed to mute idols, idols that didn't hear, hear them, that idols that couldn't answer them. He's, he's saying these were, these, these were, this was how you were led astray. You were godless people led astray to mute idols, false gods. And he goes on to say in the third verse, Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is accursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. You know, it, uh, it, in the church there, he wants them to know that no one can say Jesus is accursed and be led of God. It's impossible. You can't speak against Jesus. 
It says, no one speaking about the Spirit of God says Jesus is accursed. Nobody is going to say, anybody, oh, I'm sorry, let me, let me just say this. Anybody who's filled with the Spirit, anybody who's born again, anybody who's a true Christian is not going to curse the name of Jesus. So Paul is telling them, be, be watchful, don't worry. You know, if you see, if you see and hear this, these people are not Christians. They're pagans. And says, no one can say Jesus is Lord except he be led by the Spirit. So you see somebody praising God and worshiping God and proclaiming the name of Jesus. They're doing that by the Spirit of God. They're being led by the Spirit. No one says Jesus is accursed who is led by the Spirit. And nobody says Jesus is Lord except they be led by the Spirit. So he's drawing a distinction here. You know, in the church at Corinth, they had many spiritual gifts. They were they, they, the, the the spirit was 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 bestowing upon them spiritual gifts. They had the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues, and they had uh, gifts of faith and miracles and healings. They had the gifts. It, it tells us in First uh, Corinthians, the first chapter, the seventh verse, they were lacking in no spiritual gift. They had all. The, they had spiritual gifts. So Paul is saying. No one in the Spirit can or would curse the name of Jesus. And no one who's in the world, no one who's living in the world, nobody who's, who, who's, who's living a sinful life is going to proclaim the name of Jesus. So he's making them aware of this. He's making them understand. He wants them to understand these distinctions. He goes on to say in the fourth verse, it says, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. But to each one is given the manifestation for the, of the Spirit for the common good. Look at the phrase, many gifts, but one Spirit. You know, Paul is telling them that all gifts, all gifts are from the Spirit. All the spiritual gifts that he's going to list in, a few, in, in just a few verses. He says, all The gifts are from the Spirit. No one possesses a gift but the Holy Spirit. They belong to the Spirit. It says, there are many gifts but one Spirit. All gifts are from the Holy Spirit. We are filled with the power of God. We are filled with the Spirit of God. And they are His gifts to administer as He wants. And I I personally feel that we don't possess these gifts. We don't have the, the, the gift of healing. We don't have the gift of miracles. The Holy Spirit possesses these gifts. They're his gifts to bestow upon his people for the common good, Paul says. So while we don't have the spiritual gifts, what do we have? We have the Holy Spirit who has all the gifts. The Holy Spirit dwells in us. The Holy Spirit lives in us. The Holy Spirit has, has come to make his abode in our lives, in our bodies, in, our, in who we are. We have received the Holy Spirit. Jesus, Jesus said, you should, the Holy Spirit shall come upon you. He'll baptize you. He'll be with you forever. He said, I'm going to send you the comforter. I'm going to send you the advocate. I'm going to send you the helper. We have the Holy Spirit living in us. So if you have the Holy Spirit living in you, you have the potential to, for the Holy Spirit to manifest these gifts in your life. You know, we might not possess the gift, but we have the Holy Spirit. He has us, and we have him. 
So all these gifts are available to you and to me. All the gifts. There's many gifts, but one spirit. And that's what we have to emphasize on. That's what we have to focus on. The power of the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, that he, he lives in us, he dwells within us. That we have the Holy Spirit living in us, so we have the, the potential of manifesting the power of the Holy Spirit in these gifts. While I believe that we don't possess these gifts, I believe the Holy Spirit possesses us, and he manifests what he wants to manifest in our life for the common good, that the Lord would use us to show his power, to reveal his power, to manifest his power in the earth. It says, to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. So what is the word of wisdom? It's a supernatural understanding that's not received by human means. It's a supernatural understanding and supernatural blessing, a supernatural gift of knowing what to do, how to handle a situation, how to move forward, how to just, the Lord gives you a word to know what to do. You know, uh, when, when, uh, when God asked Solomon what he would want, what he desired, he said, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom that I might rule your people well. Because he knew he was lacking. He didn't want to, he wanted to rule God's people well. And God told him, because you didn't ask for riches, you didn't ask to, to defeat your enemies, I'll give you wisdom and all these things also. And God gave Solomon supernatural wisdom. Not acquired wisdom. Not something he learned. But God gave him understanding to deal with situations that came up in a supernatural way. The Holy Spirit came upon him and gave him an understanding of what to do, how to do things. So that's what we want. We want the word of wisdom. When we come against a situation, we want understanding to know how to handle these things, to have wisdom, to deal with our children, to deal with our families, to deal with our work, to deal with situations that come up, to deal with things in the church. We need supernatural wisdom that comes from the power of the Holy Spirit. Then it says, and to another, the word of knowledge, according to the same Spirit. It's the same Spirit that gives wisdom, also gives knowledge, supernatural knowledge. Knowledge that you didn't learn in school, knowledge that you didn't learn from your parents, knowledge that wasn't learned but revealed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can give you supernatural knowledge, a supernatural word of knowledge. And I think of uh, Peter when Ananias came to him and, and told him and, and laid the money at his feet that he got for the, uh, for the, for the selling of his, of, his, of his property. And Peter said to him, it was revealed to Peter by the word of knowledge that Ananias was, was lying. This was not the entire sum. This was not all the money that was taken uh, that was that was received for the land. And why was that important? Because Ananias lied and said it was all. He says, I'm giving you all the money I received from this land as an offering to the Lord. And Peter says, why are you lying? You're not lying to man, you're lying to the Holy Spirit. This is not all the money, you're lying. And that was a word of knowledge, something that Peter couldn't have learned on his own. 
He couldn't have acquired that knowledge. That knowledge was revealed to him by the power of the Holy Spirit, and that's what we want. We want the Lord to give us supernatural, a supernatural word of knowledge. Now, some people say, well, I'm not going to study the Bible. I'll just wait for the Holy Spirit to reveal it to me. Well, that's not what we're talking about here. The Bible tells us to study, study to show yourself approved, the workman who need not be ashamed, rightly handling the Word of God. We study the Word of God. We read the Word of God. But there's also a time when the Holy Spirit will reveal something to you and give you that special anointing, that special word of knowledge. And we want to see these spiritual gifts. We want to experience these spiritual gifts. We want the Lord to use spiritual gifts in our life for the common good, not for your good, not for, my, for the common good, that the Lord would be praised, worshipped, and that the, 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 the power of God would be seen on the earth and that others would benefit from the working of these miracles, is working of the, the, uh, the working of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So he says to another, the word of knowledge, and to another, faith by the same Spirit. Verse 9, to another, faith by the same Spirit. Supernatural faith. Faith to believe for the impossible. That's what we want. We need that faith. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had that kind of faith. They believed God for the impossible. They told the, they told the king that we have a God who can save us from the fiery flames. But their faith went on and said, even if he doesn't, we know we will not bow the, the knee to your God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had supernatural faith to believe God for the impossible. And what happened? God showed up. God showed up. Jesus Christ was there with them in the flames. The king said, didn't we send three men in there, into the furnace? Why do I see four men walking in the furnace? Supernatural faith by the same spirit. It's the one spirit, the Holy Spirit, who works all these things, whether it be a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, supernatural faith, or to another, gifts of healing by the one spirit. Yes, there are gifts of healing. We believe, and we believe, and we desire healings. Gifts of healings, whether it's healings of the spirit, healings of the soul, whether it's spiritual healings, physical healings, financial healings. You know, it's not just the gift of uh, 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 the gift of healing. It's the gifts of healing. It's multiple healings. Whatever needs to be healed in your life, we want to see God work. We want to see the gifts of healing in this ministry, in other ministries, in the church. We want to see people prayed for and be healed. There are people hurting, so many people hurting out there that need healings, that needs the gifts of healings. We want to see God work but it takes us praying and seeking and desiring. We need to seek and desire. We need to acknowledge that the gifts of healing are for today. We need to believe that the gifts of healing is for today. And we need to, 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 to pray for the gift of healings. That we would see healings of, of the Spirit, that people's lives would be filled again. Backsliders would come back to the Lord. Those who are hurting spiritually would be healed and know the love and mercy of God. Those in, who are suffering from sickness or disease, that there would be supernatural healings again in the church. 
that we would see more and more outpourings of the Holy Spirit for healings. We want to go on and go to the 10 verse. And to another, the effecting of miracles. A miracle is a display of God's power interrupting the natural events. You know, I was talking last night, the natural event is the Red Sea being the Red Sea. The miracle was God interrupted that natural event and split the Red Sea so that the Israelites could cross over on dry land. That is a miracle. You know, when the the priest stepped into the Jordan River by faith, and the Lord separated the waters, that was a miracle. When God sent the plagues on Egypt, that were that, those were miracles. When Jesus turned ordinary water into wine, that was a miracle. God interrupting the natural with the supernatural. The power of God able to change things in an instant. And we want to see those miracles. We pray for supernatural workings of the Holy Spirit in the gift of miracles. You can pray for a miracle. We can pray for the gift of miracles. And then to another, he says, prophecy. Speaking things that will happen. Speaking the word of God. We need to see the gift of prophecy back again in the church. God speaking through his people. God giving a word of prophecy and predicting and knowing what will happen in a particular situation or circumstance. And says to another, the distinguishing of spirits. This is so important. Pastors, you need this gift. We all need this gift as, as Christians, but pastors especially need the gift of distinguishing of spirits. Being able to tell if the Holy Spirit is at work, or if a demonic spirit is at work, if the flesh is at work, what's going on? What's behind this? Knowing what's behind this, if it's a good thing or a bad thing, if it's a demonic work or a work of the Holy Spirit, the distinguishing of spirits. Yes, it's possible to be led by the Holy Spirit and know, know in your soul, know in your spirit what's going on, what's behind this. Is this the power of God or is this the enemy working? Is this the flesh at work? Is this the world at work? What's going on here in a particular situation or circumstance? I pray that pastors would pray for this gift, the distinguishing of spirits to another various kinds of tongues, the speaking of known and unknown languages, and to another the interpretation of tongues, the ability to interpret a tongue even if you don't speak that language. Paul goes on and says, now these, are, now these were the spiritual gifts that Paul listed. There are nine spiritual gifts that the Lord manifests for his glory and for the common good to do the works that need to be done in the church and amongst his people. Paul goes on and says, but 
<clears throat> but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually just as he wills. These are these gifts. They're his gifts. They're his power. And he does what he wants, when he wants, with whom he wants. Paul is saying, there's one Spirit who gives all these gifts. Don't think that there's nine different spirits. There's one Holy Spirit, one, one, one God, the Holy Spirit, who works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And then he, 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 he goes on to explain in 1 Corinthians, the 12th verse, Even as the body is one, and yet has many members, all the members of the body, though they are many, are one. So also in Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and we are all made to drink of the one Spirit. You know, Paul is emphasizing here, even though there's, there are many gifts in one Spirit, even so there are many members of the body, but one body. Though we be many members, whether we be uh, a Jew or Greek, whether we be gypsy or Spanish, whatever our culture is, whatever our race is, it doesn't matter. Because we can be many members. We can be many persons, members. But remember, you're one body. The one body is made up of many members. And we need to get beyond our culture, beyond our race, and remember that we are Christians. We are followers of Christ. Yes, embrace your culture. Enjoy who you are. Rejoice in, in, in your culture and who you are. But remember, that doesn't come first. You are a follower of Christ first and foremost. You are a member of his body. And many different members make up the body. Paul is speaking to a church with many divisions, many factions. He's trying to bring them together by using the physical body as an example. He's saying, for the body is not one member, but many. If the foot says, because I'm not a hand, am I not a part of the body? It is not for this reason any the less a part of the body. He's saying, uh, the foot can't say, <clears throat> I want to be a hand, and if I'm not going to be a hand, I'm not going to be a part of the body. No, the foot doesn't can't say that. The foot is the foot. He's not the hand, but it doesn't make him any less a part of the body. If the ear says, because I am not the eye, I am not a part of the body, is it not, for this reason, any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? He's showing the importance of each individual part of the body. The hand is made the hand for one reason. The foot is made the foot for another reason. The ear is made an ear. An eye is made an eye. They're all different parts of the body, but they're all just as important. They're just as essential. Paul is saying, don't let these divisions be among you. Don't let these factions uh, 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 continue in the church. We're all a part of the same body. Though we are many members, though we have different functions, we are all a part of the same body. Paul is explaining to a church full of divisions, full of separations, that, if a, that it is foolish to act like this. 
all the members of the church are necessary for the church to function in a healthy way. No one is greater or more important than anyone else. Everyone has a valuable contribution to make, whether it's the pastor behind the pulpit, whether it's the choir leading worship, or it's the guy who's in church after everybody leaves, sweeping up and cleaning up the church. Each one has a valuable part in the ministry of Jesus Christ, and they're equal parts. And Paul says, on the contrary, it is much better, much truer, that the members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary, and those members of the body which we deem less honorable, on these we bestow more abundant honor. That guy who's in church when nobody's there, he, even though he's unseen, he's unknown, he has such a big important part of the church. Because he's cleaning up. And he's making the church ready for the next meeting. You wouldn't want to walk into a church with empty bottles and paper cups or napkins or leftover communion uh, uh, cups. You want a clean church when you walk in. And his his job is just as important. So he's saying, Paul is saying, honor your members. Honor each other. Don't let there be divisions and factions. Don't think that one is greater than the other. We're all one body in Christ. Amen? Well, as you can tell by the by the music in the background, our time is up for this for, for this segment, for this episode, for this evening. I want to thank you so much for joining us. I want to thank uh, Gilbert over there and JT who's here with us for all their help. And thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the program. Uh, Tommy, Eddie, uh, Safnad, and Gilbert, just hold on, and we'll get to your calls after we sign off. Don't forget about Friday nights. Come and join us for prayer and worship. And don't forget to be in church Sunday, Sunday morning at the Hills Church. We'll be there with Pastor Walter Hoffman, 805 North First Avenue, 10 a.m. And wherever you go to church, make sure you're there. Make sure you're in God's house on his day. And every day, worship God, seek the Lord. Keep us in prayer, and we'll be here, God willing, next Saturday night at the same time. Gentunchi, make hasta bendeblesa. God bless you, and good night. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.